There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network. It is Pick 6, a gambling podcast that has begun picking overs and unders on WNBA games as the participants trudge toward a 500 season. At least at this moment, everybody going 3-3 three and three last week. Uh, me and producer Joe both hit our locks. G-Unit, you did not hit your lock, but still went 3-3. Three and three. So the records as it stands, G-Unit in first place at 20-21. and 21. Producer Joe at 19-23. and 23. And uh, I and the weatherman, uh, we are at 18-23. and 23. G-Unit has people making money, $70. The weatherman has cost people $860. Producer Joe, minus 205. Producer Joe, you get to lead things off this week. What do you got? Uh, all right, no soccer this week. Wow. That, I'll, play, I'll play one personally. Uh, first, I'm going to go uh, the Thursday night game. I uh, I don't think the Broncos are good, and I think the Chiefs are still good, but haven't played well recently. I uh, And I also realized that NFL underdogs are 21 games over 500 this year, but I say, fuck that. I will lay the three points on the Chiefs tonight uh, at Denver in the Thursday night game. And uh, I feel all right with it, although Denver's <laughs> rush defense, Denver's rush defense and pass defense, uh, uh, a little better than, than, than the majority of the teams the Chiefs have played. The Chiefs just haven't run the ball uh, the last few games. And I think they get back into that tonight and open some things up for Patrick Mahomes. Next up, Friday night game, I will lay the four touchdowns and take the Ohio State Buckeyes. And uh, Northwestern is god-awful. Northwestern has fucked me this year, and so I have no love for Northwestern. I will drop the four touchdowns there. Next up, uh, you watched it last week, a game that goes to double overtime in college. Typically, you start to worry about the total, and it was my lock of the week, and it still went under. I will uh, I will go under the 47.5 this week with Florida and South Carolina. Uh, my full game, uh, Illinois, is not good. Wisconsin is very, very good. I will lay the 30-and-a-half on Wisconsin. And then uh, I'm going to go back down the Mizzou well and lay the 20-and-a-half against Vanderbilt, who is also a dreadfully bad football team. Great pick. Gangster Pete likes those Mizzou picks. 80% of the public's on mm. Mizzou. All right. 80%. Sometimes the public hits. <laughs> All right, producer Joe, is in the, <laughs> producer Joe is in the books. G-Unit, you get to go next. You know, my picks are kind of screwed up now because me and Pete were just talking before we went on as, as far as we really liked a few of these favorite uh, public favorite picks. And then Joe leads off with the, the biggest one that we were talking about, Kansas City. I like Kansas City 2 tonight at minus 3. I actually uh, bought a it was, when it first came out earlier this week, it was minus 3, minus 120. And I liked it so much that I, uh, that I took it then. Now it's minus 110. It just seems like a bounce back week. Um, after a couple losses at home to um, Indianapolis and Houston. The one thing is those two teams have quarterbacks that can move in the pocket, and we know Flacco is essentially like a, a 
brick wall back there. He can't, he, he doesn't move at all and he just gets, gets hit. So I don't, I don't get this line and that's the problem. That's what scares me. And then you got Joe. Very frightening. <laughs> Joe picking him. So I, I, I you know, I, I really don't know what I'm doing here, but I, I can't see Kansas City losing. I think uh, I think they 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 win handily. Um, so Kansas City minus three. Number two is another public pick. Los Angeles Rams. Seventy three percent of the public's on them. Seventy nine percent of the public's on the Chiefs. By the way, those are two of the top four public picks this week. I'm gonna be on the public. Going with the Rams minus three. I think that Atlanta, uh, their coach has been waiting to lose his job for several weeks in a row, and I think this might be the week because the Rams coach. I, is this the first time that he has uh, he's lost three in a row? Is that right? The Rams wonder boy. That's true. They're also plus one hundred. Oh yeah. The wait. The Rams are, are minus three plus one hundred. Yes, sir. So the line is is trending. Atlanta's direction you know this this seems like a sucker bet too boy uh we'll see what happens I'll take them though Rams minus three third pick do you remember uh do you remember Brian Baldinger he did a whole lot of games when the Rams were still in St. Louis I do uh-huh yeah I remember so he does he, he does some stuff on Twitter looking at game film throughout the course of the week and he had two on the Falcons from this past week against Arizona that just absolutely fillets the, uh, the Falcons defense like amazingly one was a goal line play and the other one was a screen pass that they just left David Johnson completely wide open just absolutely eviscerated the Falcons defense and the Falcons defense sucks so I, I, I get it why you feel that way but God the Falcons are so 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 bad yeah and that's that's one of the problems with this this week these teams these really good teams at least perceived to be good chiefs and rams although rams are certainly well they're both trending in the wrong direction but rams actually might not be good but the perceived to be good they're playing teams that are either bad or definitely perceived to be bad so that that's a that's a big problem we got a lot of games that way that's like a must win for the rams really yeah it really is especially with the seahawks doing what they're doing i mean it, it's going to be difficult for them to win the division and and certainly i think the nfc is much tougher than the afc this year so that that wild card is going to be tough to earn as well, and especially when they they got to keep playing teams like the uh, 49ers and Seahawks. So, yeah, that that's that's trouble for them. I think you're right, gangster. That's a, this is a must win, and I I think Wonder Boy comes through. Game number three, Tennessee Titans minus three at home versus the Los Angeles soon to be St. Louis Chargers minus two. Minus two. Well, that's better. Um, you know what? And I have written in front of me minus two, and I said minus three. There's no explanation for that. Self-sabotage. Yeah. Uh, 62% of the public is on the Chargers. So finally, I get to go back to my roots and go against the public. The Titans at home. Ryan Tannehill looks to be getting the start here, which I like. You know, I, I, I like Mariota, but he's not he's not doing it this season. So Tannehill, he'll get it done. And the thing about this line at Titans minus two Assuming that the Tennessee home field advantage is worth three points, like most most home fields are, with the exception of a few that y- you give four to, um, but we'll say Tennessee is worth three points. That would say that on a neutral field, Vegas is saying the Chargers are a one-point favorite against the Titans, and I don't see it. I just don't see that at all. If I'm setting that line on a neutral field, I'm going to say Titans are minus three. 
So you give me Tennessee minus two at home. I'm going to take that chicken all day long. Number four. Philadelphia plus two and a half at Dallas. That's plus 100, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, I wish it was plus three, but Doug Peterson guaranteed this game. I've been saying all season, check the tape. Dallas is overrated. I like taking the dog in these NFC East battles. And it's a Sunday night. Doug Peterson, gambling man, guaranteed the game. I can't get away. But that's another public favorite. I mean, this is a problem this week. If I do go down in flames, we'll know why. And that is Philadelphia, 70% of the public is on the Eagles. Number five, love this pick. Monday Night Football, Patriots, Jets over at 43. They played about a month ago. New England won 30-14. to 14. That was with Luke Falk playing quarterback. I got Darnold back and looked pretty good last week against Dallas. That team put up 24 points in that game to beat Dallas, 24-22. to 22. And that is more than the combined last three games total that uh, the Jets put up. So I think their offense is energized. I like it to be a, a much more high-scoring game, maybe maybe 50 points, 55-point total, certainly over 43. Andy Van Slyke has joined the show. Paul, you like anything this weekend? Andy Van Slyke stopping by. You want to grab swipe my phone? And I believe, and I believe he's a spy. I've decided he's a spy. You know, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. So this is a first-hand endorsement of James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people just go, okay, well, I've got a guy. I've got a lady. I'm good. I don't really care to talk about insurance. It's something, you know, I'm 25, whatever. And that's fine. I understand. I used to think the same way. And then I go down to my basement on March 30th of 2019 and the basement's flooded and the world changes. It just so happens because my interactions with James have been so positive that my wife and I switched to James Carlton uh, in late 2018. And I'm telling you, if we had not, the odyssey that has been a flooded basement throughout all of this precipitation in St. Louis would have been infinitely more difficult to navigate without somebody as active. And on top of it is James Carlton. His phone number is 314-961-4800, or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. And even now he still checks in, you know, I mean, it's, it's just a different ball game. And even before we had that, which of course was a substantial issue, um, you know, we weren't covered on, on something or I've forgotten to make a payment. It wasn't like it was like some monster payment. It was a small payment. He's like, Hey, just so you know, uh, you haven't made this payment. We want to make sure that's taken care of. So you're covered. It's just, it's, it's just different. It's different in a much better way. And that's why, you know, if, if you ran into me at a, at a bar or restaurant and said, Hey, you know, and I have had it happen. Hey, Tim, who's that insurance agent? People email me and I go, oh, it's James Carlton here. Let me include him on the, on the email. And I know he's going to be on top of it. I don't think twice about it. It's not like, I'm like, Oh yeah, let me tell you about him. And then somebody actually wants to follow up. And I'm like, Oh God, I hope he does. Okay. The best the absolute best. And you're talking about your biggest investments. So you want to make sure they're taken care of properly. James Carlton and his staff at Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency will certainly do that. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. I spy. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm a whistleblower, not a spy. You're, you're a whistleblower. <laughs> Anything you like? Do you follow college football at all? Somewhat, yeah. Do you? Who's your team? Uh, I don't really have a team. I hit, I did have Michigan when my son was playing there. No, oh, yeah, I guess that would make sense. Yeah. They got a tough one this week. Do you, know, do you even know who they're playing? They are playing Ohio State. No. Not, not a bad guess. No, they're playing. Um, I just saw this. They played Iowa. No, Penn State played Iowa. Penn State played Iowa. Do, any of us said it. do we know who they're playing? I do know. I do. That's the only reason I know. Oh, there's producer Joe. But well, Andy can't hear you. He doesn't have headphones on. <laughs> uh, they're at Penn State. That's right. And then they host Notre Dame next week. Yeah, so they're, they're going to be 0-2 next week. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. They're not very good. Uh, well, well, I got you. World Series play. Astros against Nationals, I assume. Nationals are going to play in the World Series, yes. And I was citing you in our conversations we have over the gym about how you were in the first base coach for the Tigers when you guys had to sit out a week and yes. you thought it killed you. Will this kill the Nationals? Only if this goes seven. Yes. It, if if the Yankees them. and Astros go seven, it yeah, won't. Yeah, it'll hurt them. Really? Yeah. All right. There yeah, it is. Producer be, Joe, it'll, take it'll that be, It'll be, uh, what, seven days since they played? Yeah, a full week. A full week. And that's just hard. Just like what you guys had. We had, I think it was eight days, actually. Really? I thought you won on a Saturday and you played game one on a Saturday. Yeah, it was the seventh day. You're correct, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, it does hurt you. It hurts. It really doesn't hurt pitching as much as it does uh, the hitting part. Aspect. Really? Yeah. There you go. It's just, it's really, you know, you play at a certain pace the whole year, and you're used to having one or two days. Well, except for, the, obviously, the, the All-Star game. Yeah. But um, you will see... Two things that really happen. You'll see teams actually play better after the All-Star game, and you'll see hitters actually hit worse after the All-Star game for a week or two because the timing of hitting a major league pitch, it cannot be duplicated anywhere else yeah. except when you're playing the game itself. It can't be duplicated in a in an inter-squad game. It can't be um, when a pitcher's maybe coming back in rehab and he's you know he's got hitters to hit with with the batting cage yeah. and the catcher there. It's not the same. Not the same thing. It's not the same. So it, it can it will affect I think game will Washington. be in Houston I would imagine it'll be but what do I you think they'll this. start Strasburg and well I guess it depends on what the Astros wind up doing yeah we'll see but, they'll start Strasburg wait are you talking game one talking game one game one because yeah. I'm starting to look at an underplay here based on Andy's information oh wow yeah that's where I'm going with this I'm looking for edges you remember the Tigers the Detroit Tigers back in 2006 uh, this is going to be great well no they had that long layoff he remembers <laughs> it very well I remember very well he was the first base coach I was the there the whole year oh that's that's where the oh, question that's came from yeah, is that F what you guys F are talking F about F welcome yeah. back I was looking at this look at fans fans flex thinking Wait about you're, lo you're looking at a white blank sheet of paper <laughs> 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 you're so now you're inventing information as we sit here. <laughs> that's the exact same. That's the series. That's the series you guys were just talking about. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh. The Cardinals. They won the World the Series. Conference the sky high on G Unit this week. <laughs> Andy was right there at first base when the Cardinals won the no, World Series. No, I know where Andy was. I, d I didn't know what, what well, series you guys were talking about. If I knew where I was, then you were the Tigers. Well, that's what I said. <laughs> Hello. Now, now Joe's yelling, yelling, but Andy can't hear him. <laughs> headphones on. Who's yelling? Producer Joe's on the phone. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's on yeah. the phone. Hi, Producer Joe. <laughs> hey, Andy, how are you? He said hello, but he can't hear you, Joe, but that was nice of you. I don't want to hear him either. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, this paid off here. I got my phone back, number one, and then G-Unit. I don't What were you thinking? You know, well, I was no, actually, because he's, cause what you said was it didn't affect the fielding, and there were a ton of errors in, in that series for for that. But your question was, do you remember no, the, the 2006 World Series, and, and, the, and the man was on the Tigers coaching staff? 
Maybe that's why I asked the question. <laughs> God, I like how you're trying to backtrack your way out of this. Oh a cornerback. <laughs> Look at the kind of podcast well, I put together. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Good to see you, Andy Van <laughs> This is actually the highlight you of our season. like Joe Biden trying to explain his son not getting any, uh, any benefits. Hey, you're on Frank tomorrow. You'll be in a, you'll be in a friendly zone for that. <laughs> oh I'm looking forward to your appearance. Because you have some theories as to the Cardinals and the Nationals issues, I and, and, I you, and he wouldn't tell me because he worried I would plagiarize him. And he kind of gave me, I would absolutely. Are I you going to use what I told you? No, said? Because, no, because I respect the Omerta. I would never do that. <laughs> okay, but I, but I am, but I think that theory is, is a very, damn good one. It's well, I think it's absolute. It's yeah. not a theory. Yeah, you know this is not. Yeah, like, I mean, this yeah, is I not EM, yeah. you know, square. But, but, but your reasoning for it is going to be good. I haven't heard anybody say that. Everybody's not everybody, but some people are talking about it. But your reasoning for it makes sense. It's yes. big time. Yeah, and, I'd be and, curious. And, you know, and to think that you know the, the commissioner thinks he doesn't, he can tell the public that they're not, um, in some way affecting the baseball. I think it's totally disingenuous. Yeah, I'd actually come out and say oh, he's man, a liar. I, 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 Producer so, Joe's talking again. He can't hear. He can't hear you, Joe. We'll do this when Andy takes off. Actually, I mean, that, I think that's just a flat out lie because you can't you cannot argue the physics of what's happened to the baseball. What if one were? And I'm not. I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate for the health. The, the weather. What we April this year was the, one of the coldest Aprils we've had. And we the set a major league, we've hit yeah. a major league yeah. record in yeah. April, so yeah, that theory's enough. out the window. Fair enough. But Andy's reasoning for this is what I enjoyed because people have been talking about the ball not traveling. But right. The reasoning for there it. is a reason, and I'll give my premise tomorrow on Frank's show. I'm Frank Cusimano's show tomorrow because you will not be on our program. The, the Brian Earlier, Kelly morning yeah, because yes, you you get people thinking in the morning, and Frank then comes in with the voice of reason. Yeah, what's on. that supposed to mean? I don't like that. We'll, we'll edit that part Shot. out. We'll absolutely edit that part. Shot out. Slash oh, tease. You, could, you know, you're like a cup of coffee for people. <laughs> really? Frank's the creamer. <laughs> I, all right. You like that? Like you like that? Now, you know? I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Kind of yeah. had a double entendre to it. It might have been intentional. It might not have been. A double I don't know. what? Double entendre? Is that like a double dribble? It is. Yes. It's exactly what it is. Oh, I didn't know that. Andy Van like on the Hollywood Casino press box. Meanwhile, G Unit. He was on the Tigers coaching staff in the 2006 <laughs> World Series. Do you know Series. who made the last out in the 2006 World Series? I believe I do, but I know you're asking him. I'm asking him because he doesn't even know I was on the Tigers. <laughs> no, I can I can th I, I can think of who this was. You wait, wait, think, wait, you wait, 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 wait! Which batter did? What batter? Well, who the else would he be talking about? Who made oh, the no, last well, out in, in the 2006 <laughs> World Series? Oh, on a curveball. Yeah, give, give me just a second. Give me who threw the curveball? Wayne Wright threw the curveball. Nice, we got one. one for one. There was also a runner on first base, and I know who that was. Yes. Do you know? Do you remember who that was? No, I was standing there. Uh, and, you, and you don't remember really? No. Nice. Let me see. Give me the first letter of the first name of the batter. Middle, first or last name? Uh, last name, first letter. Uh, I. Come it's got to get you home, G. Come on, G. Get you home. In, wait. Ian Kinsler. Not, not Isring House. No, he, he was not House. on first base. Wait, I, I was about to say Ian Kinsler. Not Ian Kinsler. No. Ian Kinsler's name. <laughs> what in the hell's going Brandon. on? His first name is, starts gentleman. with a B. Brandon. Brandon. It starts with the letter I. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brandon Inge. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Brandon Inge. Yeah. Placido Polanco was on first. Was he? He was. I don't remember. I mean, man, this was a long time ago. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Brandon Inge, though. 13 years ago. I'm not sure if I believe Did you. Did have hair 13 years ago? I, I, we were at Al Roboski's for that. You guys were at Al Roboski's? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you go to Roboski's after the, uh, after the World Series? <laughs> yeah, right. First place I went. How long was, Rob <laughs> How long was Roboski's open for? That's bizarre. Uh, like, five years? Two years. 
Oh, I think it's longer than that. I don't think it was. I think five years of skimming, you know, beer is probably Yeah, I think five's high. <laughs> that was a brief run. You could stare into the restrooms of the I was just about to say that. that. Any of, place that, that has features. that. I don't know if Al designed it that way or not. That was before, Any place that has that, you have to worry about it. You can go bathroom anywhere you want. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> so it was a different time. It was. That's how See, that justifies you not remembering that he was in the first base coaching box and Placido Polanco was at first and Brandon Inch struck out and Adam Wainwright got him. It was a whole thing. It was a big moment. It was a big, but it was a significant moment in Cardinal history. Yeah. They won the World Series. No, League. I remember the moment. I was I was at Roboski's. Oh, after a long nine innings. I oh, you remember. know what? Oh my! You know why go. I don't remember who it was? I, I, Budweiser. This is, this is true. Someone tripped the fucking the the cord. We didn't see the last pitch. Someone tripped. We were no outside. No way. Someone well, you tripped. still would have seen the highlight, though, after that. I'm fight. sure I did, but if, uh, but at the time. The so ch- everybody's the, there going crazy. The Cardinals are to win the World Series, and the, and the TV outside. goes down. And the only, people outside, that, outside. the only people in America who did not see that were everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's in, amazing. Inside, people saw it, and you hear, you hear the, the, the roar in there, and so you just start beers going everywhere. Yeah. and everyone. But I did not see it. I just remembered who. And, and, I, and I think I even know who tripped the cord. Wow, go ahead and out them. <laughs> Polanco again. It's Placido. <laughs> but I remember this, yeah. So there you go. That's a little bit of a All right. Yeah, See, Andy, you didn't know that before you came in here. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> see, it paid off. We're it's teaching each other. You mistakenly there's, you know, there's certain information that changed your life. That wasn't one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Andy Van Slyke stopping by the Pick 6 podcast. And uh, I'm glad you got your phone. First, thank you. And what's your password again? My password, as you know, it's 181818. It's a tribute to you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Don't lose your phone. <laughs> yeah. Now everybody knows it. Oh, the pictures that are on this phone, Andy. Oh, I'm sure they're pretty. <laughs> All those night naked selfies. Oh. <laughs> hey, if you request them, I'm going to send them. <laughs> Andy Van Slyke. All right. <laughs> Have a good day, gentlemen. Thank you. There he Thanks, is. Andy. He's got yeah. theories on the Cardinals' uh, decline offensively. See what a treat that was, Producer Joe. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a a financial advisor, but then it's not just any financial advisor. It's somebody who who knows but cares. Again, plenty of people can know but cares, and Mark Hanna helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. You can call him at 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503, or go online to evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies, and I can tell you from getting to know Mark here over the last year, that this is a first-class person who has your best interests at heart, and just calling him at 314-889-0503 is going to make you feel better and you're on the right track. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. Well, you could have tied that all together with the naked selfies because while there was a starting pitcher on that 2006 Detroit Tigers team that uh, was engaged in some nude selfies with he and his significant other, and he now pitches for the Houston Astros. (laughs) Verlander, oh, is that right? Yes. And Kate Upton. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. The, Hot. The, the, yeah, I guess that's the right, isn't it? Verlander. So is that what good. was going on? He was sending selfies. I haven't seen that. that uh, they took pictures yeah. together. Yeah. And then somebody yeah, hacked into her phone. Is that what the deal was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's different than like a yeah. guy. I mean, you know, couples doing that stuff. You know, I mean, if someone sees me with Kate Upton naked, I'm cool with it. Yeah, it's just uh, that's different than like. Well, I mean, is that what was going on? I don't even know what this backstory is. It was a mirror. They yeah. were taking a picture into yeah, a mirror. Yeah, they were like in a hotel. Did you see Verlander's butt or like a butt cheek? And didn't he fire off some love? <laughs> yeah, there's love on her oh, backside. Oh, my goodness. Wait, what? Say that again? Yeah, he fired off love. You know, love. 
Boy pee. Really? Yeah. Boy in the pee. photo? Oh. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I need to relook at this. Yeah. You think me and Andy Van Slyke should have a show together? I think, I think there's a lot of chemistry there. <laughs> well, you can't teach that stuff. God, I feel like a fucking idiot. I wasn't paying attention. And then, I, I mean, I did know that, but I didn't know it when you guys were talking. Yeah. I wasn't thinking. You we'll guys need there. to have a good week, or it's going to be the curse of Andy Van yeah. Slyke. Oh, man. Uh, G-Unit, you have given your picks. Producer Joe has given his. Let me give the weatherman's. Everybody three and three last week. Let's see what the weatherman has. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, wow. He just did six this week. Uh, Texas Tech under 56. That's uh, Iowa State, Texas Tech under 56. Last week, Texas Tech and Baylor put up 63 points in a double overtime game. It was 2020. In regulation, they're trying to be a bit more ball control than during the Cliff Kingsbury era. On top of this, Iowa State hasn't had an explosive offense. They sputtered against West Virginia before finally wearing them down in the second half in 38-14 win last week. I love the under here, says the weatherman. Oklahoma State minus three against Baylor. Oh, it's a big Big 12 week. Going back against the Bears here. Got burned at Kansas State two weeks ago. Now another short favorite as they're at Oklahoma State. However, the Cowboys are about two levels higher than Baylor. The Bears are 6-0, and but nearly lost at home to Iowa State and Texas Tech in recent weeks. Their offense isn't explosive, and I don't see them matching Oklahoma State in the shootout. Baylor gets their first loss here. Okie State is minus four. Is that what oh, it's moved up a point. He had it at minus three. Baylor was Eddie McVeigh's lock of the week. Oh. Wow. Interesting. Going head-to-head with yeah, Eddie. Eddie. Hawaii plus three versus Air Force. Well, I feel like I'm picking Hawaii or Air Force every week with the weatherman. Yeah. So I'm getting Hawaii, and I'm getting three points against Air Force. I've been on Air Force three times this year, but only because of their spots, and this is a terrible spot for them. They're at Hawaii and then hosting Utah State and Army. Hawaii, meanwhile, comes off a bye, and the Warriors have been excellent at home this year. Give me Hawaii. Give me points. Give me a win. Michigan plus nine at Penn State. Yes, I am absolutely going against the wave here for all of the talk about Harbaugh sucks. Michigan is five and one, and they've covered two of the last three. Led Illinois by a bunch before letting off the gas. Now they're a plus nine dog at Penn State. Let's flip the home field on this for a second. If Penn State was at Michigan, would you like Penn State minus two and a half or minus three as a favorite? That would yeah. be tough. Producer Joe says yes, a pick them. I like Michigan to stay within a touchdown, perhaps do better. And the one that I liked the most that he gave us, uh, Tennessee, Alabama over 61 and a half or 62. I don't know what you got there, Gangster Pete. 62. There it is. Book it now. Alabama's totals this year, 45, 65, 70, 56, 90, 75. Tennessee's offense has ugly numbers, but I think that's more to do with playing Florida, Georgia, and Mississippi State the last three games. Alabama will get 49. Tennessee will get at least 17. Lay it over. There's the weatherman. The Bama defense isn't as good as it's been the last few years either. So you're on the weatherman. I like it. You're on the weatherman, Ham. Let's see. So there it is. Producer Joe, your lock. Ryan Kelly's the home loan expert, and he is the sponsor of our studios here on the Tim McKernan Show. Without him, we don't have a podcast. So make sure you're supporting our sponsor, Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. And with interest rates dropping and this being home buying season, this is a prime time to get in and get yourself a great rate and lock in. Or if you want to refinance, now's the time to do so. Ryan Kelly's the person to do it with. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsor of this program. Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. My lock is one of the games that you've already selected, and it is Oklahoma State. Minus, would you say, I had it three, is it at four now, Pete? Four, yeah. I had uh, I love Oklahoma State. Love them. Love them, love them, love them. I've loved them a lot this year. And Baylor, I just don't think, is all that good. So I am in there. And then my other play 
uh, is going to be, well, it, this one's not for the competition, but take Manchester United plus a goal on Sunday against Liverpool. Uh, that is my other play. All right, G-Unit. UFC tout is back oh, wow. after a week off, and he's going to get the ship on the right path. Kyle Boschniak versus Sean Woodson. Boschniak, minus 140. Have a little summary here. Boschniak clearly studies his opponents well and his great fight IQ. Woodson's volume in striking is being vastly overrated as he's fought bums willing to stand directly in front of him. And even some of them have had plenty of success when they actually move forward. Woodson looks like shit when facing pressure as he routinely just backs up in a straight line and his defense breaks down, which is bad news because Botch is great at closing the distance and utilizing feints and movement. The tout says he thinks this is going to be a 30 to 27 unanimous decision. He likes the line at minus 250 or thinks it should be minus 250. So minus 140. Wow. This is one of his biggest unit bets of the year. Seven and a half units he's putting on this fight. And so unit takes it as a lock of the the fighter's name? I might just go bet on this because otherwise I'll forget. Kyle Boschniak. Kyle Boschniak is the fighter I need to bet on. Some pronounce it Boschniak. Boschniak. All right, there it is. The unit is in. And uh, the weatherman's lock is Arizona State plus 13 and a half at Utah. Who know? Just read what's in the prompter. Who know who doesn't get blown out? Arizona State. They try and shrink the game where possible, and they only play close games. Michigan State won by three. Colorado lost by three. Cal won by seven. Washington State won by four. I'll wait to see if it hits minus 14 before I play it, or I may just buy the half point on top of this. Utah runs the ball well. Arizona State plus 13 and a half. There it is. Plus 13. Thank you. There it is. Pick six is in the books for this week. Happy wagering, everyone. This has been the Tim McKernan Show.